This is Darth Cerberus from the ANZGC Guild Alliance, and you're listening to the Escape Pod cast. This show was recorded in front of a live studio audience. Remember, we all start in the same place. The only difference is time. One is a Grand Arena Specialist from the UK. The other is a Territory Battle Tactician from the US. Together, there are no signs of intelligent life on board. With both having played this game since launch, the one thing we are sure of is that you will be entertained. The CFH Network presents The Escape Pod Cast, a service of The Escape Pod Castaways. A weekly podcast about the mobile game Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Live from the network studios of Yavin 4, here are your hosts, Neil Andrew Eyre and Paul Anthony. Coming up on this week's edition of the Escape Pod cast, General Anakin Skywalker has arrived, but you likely already knew that. We will give you our takes on the kit, the event, and the fallout. Content creator It's Just Ian sits down with Neil and I and theorycrafts an interview on the incoming transmission, and we give you an update on the Horde account. All this and more along with the comments and questions from our live listener lounge as we bring you, yes, this live edition of the Escape Pod cast. The Escape Pod cast news. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Escape Pod cast. I'm your host, Neil Eyre, and I'm joined, as always, by Paul Anthony. And we do have breaking news right now. This very instant, Ranger has just done Tier 2. Oh, yes, he's finally done it. Literally 60 seconds ago, after six hours of streaming, (laughs) Ranger has passed Tier 2. Well, congratulations, Ranger, on that. Uh, We're excited for you. That is absolutely awesome. Now... The question is, does he have all the characters for Tier 3? Oh, that's a that's a tough one, that, isn't it? I mean, I think yeah. we'll have to uh, we'll, we'll have to go. Well, well let's look to... at that in a little bit. Let's look at that yeah. in a little bit. Right now, let's check out uh, you know, you know, we we already know. People already know. General Anakin Skywalker is here. He's he's the new um, epic confrontation. But what does his kit look like? The first thing that popped out to me was the first ever Zeta on a basic. Yeah, I noticed that as well. I I, I thought it was a typo. I, I, I genuinely thought it was a typo, but it's not, you know, because it's got final written on it. So, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I must admit, I was surprised by that. Yeah, so it deals damage to target enemy. The attack can't be evaded and... It ignores defense when zated. Um, that's a little powerful. <laughs> Just a bit, yeah. So you know it's, and, and here's another thing: if it's the first ability that Skywalker uses during his turn, he immediately uses an ability called Telekinesis if able, and that deals the damage to a target enemy. And if possible, it will critically hit enemies with armor shred. So, where's this armor shred coming from, or does it apply armor shred? Also, if the target enemy is dazed, reduce General Skywalker's ability cooldown by one, and it ignores, once again, another move that ignores defense. 
it's just so over the top. <laughs> it's just so OP. I mean, forget about power creep. It's more like power leap. Yes, uh, that, that's... This is not power creep. This is power leap. I mean, can you imagine what that is going to do to somebody when the guy is seven stars? It, it's, I mean, there are some people that already have seven stars, but for the layman that just finished going out and, and getting Malik and saving up for Malik or, or gaining, uh, gaining their guild event tokens to get Malik. It's going to be four months until they, and we're already we're we're jumping ahead by by talking about this. We'll jump back to the kit here um, right away. But it's four months until seven stars, unless you were a hoarder. Now, the first special ability that he has is called Sundering Strike, um, and it does inflict armor shred. So, you know. Telekinesis, there's the armor shred. And then also getting the armor shred. And if it's and if they're also dazed, the attack deals double damage. And if that's the first ability that Skywalker uses during your turn, during his turn, it resets force grip, which is the next special. Yeah. Can, just so it, to a theory crafter, everybody's now looking at uh, uh, everyone's now looking at characters that do mass days. <laughs> yes. So for, force grip and this this cooldown of three can become a cooldown of one if it's the first ability that you use. Uh, if you use sundering strike, deal physical damage to all enemies and daze them for two turns. There's your mass days. If possible, this attack will critically hit enemies with armor shred. There's the armor shred again. <laughs> yeah. And then, if that's the first ability that you use, reset Sundering Strike, which is also a cooldown of three. So, he leads with, I would say, Sundering Strike. I, I think, in this case, inflicting the armor shred is what you need to do at first with, with, your, with your abilities. Inflict armor shred... Then do a furious slash, and then do a force grip, and then sunder, and then force grip, and then sunder, and then force. <laughs> yeah, it just goes a back lot of, and forth. It, it just keeps going backwards and forwards. Yeah, I mean, but when, when I saw the um, the resetting of the uh, the cooldowns, it, it instantly made me think back to when we got original Chewy, uh, because uh, his second. I'm pretty sure that his second. Um, if you hit certain criteria with his second special, um, it reset his first special. So you could use your first special, which was an AOE. And then if you uh, hit your second special, and uh, there was, I can't remember it off the top of my head, if, it, if that hit special criteria, then it would instantly reset the cooldown cool of the first special. So uh, it, it definitely seems up. to be the, the, the resetting of cooldowns definitely seems to be um uh something that they're bringing in regarding these legendaries and these you know these special event characters resetting cooldowns uh, if they do something specific this is way more than a legendary character though this is an epic confrontation we won't see him again if they follow that cadence for another four to five months and who's to say you know it, when exactly that's going to come back we had the darth 
Darth Revan, or we had JKR and, and Darth Revan um, back and forth, if you will, when it came to uh, when it came to Malik. But there's so many things, and we're going to get into the event, I promise, guys. But there's so many pieces of this puzzle that you need for this event that it's like, wait, you know, what? what is the character that you use to, to you know, bring it to us two weeks later or whatnot? By the way, uh, Furious Bowcaster um, is his second special deal. Uh, Chewies, by the way. Deal physical damage to the target enemy and stun them for one turn. And if the target has no no protection, reset pulverizes ability. And then that's it. Yeah, and then pulverize is the mass uh, dispel. So yeah, the mass dispel. So yeah. uh, useful, very very useful to have. And it's it's one of the it's one of the the uh, uh, it's one of the specials that makes the uh, the CLS trio um, such a valuable squad an undersized squad in gac you know having having those chewy's abilities maxed out guarantees you can go in and win with an undersized cls team against most opposition oh it's um, it's it's a wonderful i love the three-man uh, cls team oh yeah it's an absolute cracker in gac is that one so um here's the uh here's the thing that is making a lot of people freak out about um, about Anakin, and it's his leader ability. And I want to mention final text all units cannot be revived. So that includes your units, not just the opponent's units. So keep that in mind. That's one thing that not a lot of people were, were looking at directly. Now, all 501st allies have 50% um, additional critical percentage of critical damage. And then when an enemy gains a, gains a buff, 501st allies gain 2% offense stacking until the end of the encounter. That with buffs being able to be be spread around by certain other characters is going to be interesting. Now, when there are other 501st allies, General Skywalker can't drop below 100% health. He advances if he has 100% protection, and he takes cover if he has 0% protection at the end of every turn. So when he takes that turn, he either is advancing or he's covering. He's advancing or he's covering. It removes all other status effects when he covers. And by the way, when he covers, have you seen the animation, Neil? Uh, I have seen the videos, yes. So um, uh, I, I, I'm trying to avoid them on my tab because I don't want to slow the PC down too much while we're recording. But when he when he covers, he kneels down. I call it cower. I don't call it cover. <laughs> so, leaves cover and takes a bonus turn when all other 501st allies are defeated. So, he's kind of his own he's kind of his own raid boss, if you will. Mhm. Mm now, when he's yeah. advancing, and that is a kind of it is kind of it is a new thing as well, you know, get on your knees. <laughs> I saw people say it's like get on your knees Anakin during the event. So it is a new kind of it's a new animation it's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, well, it, here's here's the here's the thing when he's advancing he will taunt and it cannot be dispelled or prevented. 
and other 5-0 first allies can't lose health. They can lose protection, mind you, but they can't lose health. When he's in cover, he cannot be targeted. AoE can still hit him. <coughs> he's immune. Pardon me. That Jerry Coke went down the wrong pipe. <laughs> he's immune to damage and status effects. And his speed is set to zero. Now, I love that his speed is set to zero because there is a droid. The droidica d deals damage that, you know, I I unfortunately it can't be targeted, but if you kill everything else around it, and his speed is set to zero at that point, you could lay some major damage with Droidica. And by the way, he recovers 10% protection and turn meter at the end of every turn. But So his speed is set to zero, but he recovers 10% turn meter at the end of every turn, and that can't be prevented. I think that's, that's what the th I think that is what the theory crafters are going to work on that when he goes into cover now yet he can't be targeted and obviously he's immune to damage but with his speed set damage to zero he, he can be damaged he's immune to damage and status effects all right okay um but he is going to recover uh 10 protection and turn meter at the end of every term and that can't be uh, prevented so even though he's not you know can't be targeted Every time somebody takes a turn, he's still going to recover protection. So unless the attack, the AOE being dealt, is going to go over the top of that 10% protection, uh, uh, he's he's going to come out of cover um, pretty much fully restored. Yeah, and he can't... Exactly. But um, I just noticed, and here we go with the theory crafting. I'm going to go ahead and put uh, point out that I, I can't read, apparently, or didn't remember what I read. Can't drop below 100% health. So, even, you know, while there's other 501st allies, so even if somebody gets a hold of him, he still can't drop below that 100% health. Mm -hmm. Bugger, so, as you yep, say. Yep, <laughs> exactly, bugger. And, and, and like I said, you know, because of the recovering 10% protection and turn meter at the end of every turn, uh, which can't be pre uh, prevented, uh, the theory crafters are going to be looking for some way to... Um, to, to hit everybody else with AOEs that negate that 10% protection, or when he comes out of cover, he's going to have full health and full protection, and, you know, then he's going to start, you know, romper-stomping all over people. And he'll have the taunt, which can't be dispelled, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Well, it's just Ian, it's just Ian has got him, so, uh, you know... He did get him. Nice. Yep. It's just Ian got him. I saw it. It was in the chat for the uh, for Rangers stream. So it's just Ian has got him. Got him quite quite cheaply as well. Some uh, some characters with some very low gear levels apparently, uh, but uh, he's we'll got him. To. So um, <laughs> I, I imagine Ian is going to be having you know oodles and oodles of fun. So it, it, it's going to be very very uh, very very exciting to see what theory crafting he does with General skywalker um in the coming days so uh, everybody definitely needs to keep their eyes peeled to his content well i mean if you guys are, are listening live of course you know that we have this uh, recorded interview with ian coming up here momentarily that uh you know we'll tell you why we think that you should definitely pay attention to ian's stream coming up here um after the after the escape pod cast for kids and story time with the llama so, um, 
Anakin's got, uh, I'm sorry, General Skywalker. But by the way, the the proper acronym for him is Gas. <laughs> it, it, it's yeah. it's Gas. Everybody's going with gas. Although uh, somebody did, I can't remember who somebody did legitimately point out the other day that there's no A. There is no A, but GS there is, no is, a. is either Geo Spy or Geo Soldier. Mm. Yeah, we, are, so we already have. Ex- yeah, we already have you full use of that acronym. So uh, yes, so GAS um, does make things easier so that people don't get confused. Yeah. So so gas here. Uh, he has two uniques. So we've already seen two Zetas on the basic and the leader. His first unique, the chosen one, he uses an additional ability during his turn. So remember back to if that's the first ability Skywalker uses during her his turn. Uh, you have you could you could go back and forth between you know doing the sundering strike and then the force grip and then moving along. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. You know, you could do the first ability. So I got ahead of myself when I talked about, you know, starting with Furious Slash and then doing Sundering Strike and then doing Force Grip on the on the next one. Um, and then using Strike Sundering again. You know, he gets an additional ability. Whenever he is uh, critically hits an enemy during the turn, increase the cooldowns by one, excluding raid bosses. Of course, they don't want to break their raids with this broken character. Um, which can't be resisted, and if he is critically hit, he dispels all debuffs on himself. And, by the way, if he's critically hit, he dispels all debuffs on himself. Enemies attacking out of turn can't critically hit. <laughs> if the target enemy has no protection. I mean, th- this thing reads like a, you know, how do we counter this? How do we counter that? If the target enemy has no protection when Skywalker uses an ability, reduce their current max health by 20 for the rest of the battle. So that goes against Grievous right there. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's nuts. It's its an insane amount of power. It really is. I mean, let's just hope that it, I mean, the, the thing is, until people start using it, we're not going to know if, if the kit is actually working as fully intended because we have had occasions where new characters have come out and they've had various different mechanics and sometimes those mechanics work and sometimes they don't um so uh, let's hope that uh let's hope that things don't get screwed up with uh, this character because a lot of people have paid a lot of money to get this character yep It's it's crazy. It's crazy. By the way, uh, if anybody has questions or comments while we're while we're talking here, you are more than welcome in the listener lounge to throw those up. Uh, if you're lo- listening live on Discord, if not, get in Discord. Uh, we do this show every Friday uh, at six thirty. Uh, well, six thirty our time, seven thirty Eastern time. Um, and we'd love to love to have you. Plus, if you are a Patreon of the show which we'll have uh, details about how to become a Patreon coming up in the break uh, in a little bit. Uh, You can interact with us on Discord in in many, many, many different ways Um, and see Patreon for more details. Now, I I got Let me see. Who who did I promise that I would talk about this real quick with? Got to go in the bullpen. Oh, I have to I have to give props to Colonel Matt 88 for pointing this out. Unique number two. Would you please tell me the name of unique number two, Neil? 
hero with no fear. But he's not immune to fear. <laughs> That's a good. <laughs> it doesn't say it doesn't say that he's immune to fear. But you, he's you'd, a, ex, you'd expect that, wouldn't you? He's a hero with no fear, so he should be immune to fear. Should but be of immune course, to fear. You know. Yeah, you'd think they'd include that in the mechanic, especially with a name of a unique such as that. But yeah, that here, doesn't make here, any sense. <laughs> Here's the entire uh, text for that. At the start of the battle, Skywalker gets plus 25 defense, 15 max protection, and 25% tenacity for each other 501st ally until all other 501st allies are defeated. So once his supporting cast is gone, it goes away, which equates to 100% uh, 100% additional defense which equates to 60% more max protection and 100% tenacity. Hmm. So, and if all other allies, uh, 501st allies, um, are at the start of the battle, he also gets a 100% counter chance and a 50% increase in critical chance. And... Yeah. <laughs> If all allies are 501st at the start of the battle, he also gets that when all other allies are defeated, Skywalker can't be critically hit. So go back to the whole thing that if he's critically hit, it dispels all debuffs on him. I think that's his, that is his, uh, um, that is going to be his kryptonite. You can you stack think so? deb I think that you could stack debuffs on him once you get all those other guys down. Now, and also, he gains 35% turn meter after every enemy turn. So, killing the debuffs, that is the... Uh, killing him via debuff once you get his buddies down is going to be the key. If I'm reading that right. Um... I think you I think you've got that correct. Yeah. But we're, we're not going to know until people start really testing this. Yeah. And uh, uh hopefully hopefully there'll be uh I mean th th there's going to be some there's got to be some content up by this weekend. There has to be. I I also uh, saw I'm sure that. Arnold is going to town on his cuz I think he was the first person to get it. I I also saw um and and I'm 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 going to reveal this. I have I have insider information on the counter to General Skywalker. And then once I say this, we're going to go to a break. Okay, Nev. Okie dokie. All right. So the next, and you guys are hearing this first, right now. The counter to General Skywalker is sand. We'll be right back. The Escape Pod cast with Paul Anthony and Neil Andrew Ware. Micaiah's Modding Mayhem is the premier remodding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Micaiah's will rebuild your roster from top to bottom and give you consultation on where to go from there. Micaiah's has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and lots of useful additional services 
including a full cleanup of your mods, loadout pages, PvP plans, and more. Contact Micaias today on Discord at all lowercase Micaias number 0127. That's M-I-K-A-Y-A-S number 0127 or at MicaiasMods at gmail.com. Micaias Modding Mayhem, the official remodding service of the Escape Pod cast. Did you know that if you signed up to become a Patreon, you could get tons of rewards? Force Ghost Scotty could do a roster review for you. Neil Andrew Air could share Grand Arena tactics. Or Paul could even help you get maximum stars in Geonosis Territory Battle. Ah, and you even get access into the after show. Sound good? Sign up to be a Patreon today. For as little as $2 a month, you could unlock a ton of potential content and also get closer to the hosts. Head to patreon.com backslash the escape pod to sign up. Hey there, escape Padawans. Everyone's favorite llama here to remind you that the escape pod cast is on social media. That's right. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. So give us a like, give us a follow, and stay up to date on all things in-game and in the escape pod. Our account links are down in the description or on our Discord server in the show links channel. See you on the net! The Escape Pod Cast I'm not going to, uh, I'm absolutely not going to apologize for that joke, Neil. I'm sorry, no. Hey, I didn't laugh, but then, you know, sometimes I have a very, very dry humor. It's one of those dry humor days where I don't find anything funny. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to the Escape Pod cast. Uh, you know, we're, we're talking about what everybody's talking about, you know, but we're, we're giving it our own Escape Pod twist, as we always do. Um, you know, it's it's General Skywalker. Everybody and their mama wants to talk about General Skywalker. But first, you are... The, the devs are tracking you, Nev. Yes, they are. The devs are tracking me. I'm being spied on. Um, as we discussed in last week's show, um, the, uh, the people at CG have decided to create a dev tracker. So anybody can log on. It's on Trello.com, and it's a Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes developer tracker, and you can look in there and you can see what the the dev tracker FAQ is, what the update notes are, what the general bugs are, unit bugs, basically everything that's been reported to them, and it'll tell you if it's in progress, or if it's ready to release, or if they're investigating it, or if it's been fixed. And I think it's great that you can check out on all of these various different issues. And when I looked at it today... Um, lo and behold, I looked, I saw unit bugs and it says GAC disappearing after joining. And I'm like, Hey, hang on a minute. That's something that I've complained about because it happened to me during the last GAC champion, uh, the, the last GA championship. So I click on it. And what does it say? Description player report that they joined grand arena. Then once the matchmaking was done and the setup phase started, the event disappeared for them and they weren't a- able to enter or participate in any rounds. And the report is from the forum post that I put on the, the actual Galaxy of Heroes Star Wars EA.com discussion forum, which was basically um, GA still a GAC still having issues when the very thing that you report on happens to you. And basically uh, it happened to me during phase two 
of the GAC, uh, but a couple of people had brought it to my attention. The same thing had happened to them in phase one. So I reported on it shortly after it happened to them, and then phase two kicked off, and the exact same thing happened to me and uh, i was just you know i'm very surprised to see it there i mean it, it was something i reported back in september uh 17th of september but they've seen it obviously they've looked at it and sb crumb is uh, uh on the case it's being investigated as we speak so i'll be curious to see what happens with that yeah yeah and and if you guys haven't uh, seen it um you know trello.com they're using the same thing that uh, Apex is using. If you're in the Listener Lounge, I just posted the link inside the Listener Lounge. Um, but it's a lot of uh, it, it's a lot of of fun things. If you like seeing what game developers actually do for a living, um, th- there's there's a bat. One of the items is on backlog that some screens can no longer close a window by touching the screen outside the box. Not too much a problem. Hit the X button, damn it. Yeah, but, but some people like to just click out. I like to just click outside the box, you know? I'm I'm one of those, you know, lazy gamers. I like to just click outside the box. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, so sorry. So sorry. <laughs> Oh, I like my conveniences, you know. When when you're here's the thing, right? When you're playing it on a tablet, yeah, hitting that X, fine, because you would naturally do that on a tablet because it's a touch screen. But when you're playing it on an emulator, uh, hovering, you know, the arrow, that tiny little arrow, uh, the pointer <laughs> over the X, uh, you know, sometimes you know you've got to slow down and then creep up to it and then click. But if you just click outside the box, it's so much faster now. Like I oh. said, when it's on a tablet, you just there, you tap on the screen where the cross is. So I do it when I'm playing the game on a tablet. I just prefer to click outside the box when I'm using Bluestacks. If you're on an emulator, you can make the screen as big as you want. You can even zoom in. Why? If you can't use a mouse, that's not my problem. I can use a mouse. It's just faster to just click wherever the mouse pointer is. I'm just, you know, it's just, you know, me being lazy. It's just me being uh, lazy. I was going to say, that's like you saying, I need to invent a robot that can move grapes from a bunch to my mouth because I don't want to move. Well, look, think think about it this way, right? Think about it from, from a convenience point of view for me. I do content every single day and I'm clicking in and out of boxes, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60 times. So I'm saving like two you know one or two seconds every single episode and that's 365 that you know i'm saving valuable minutes but you, you know, know your valuable salary. hours over a year valuable hours over a year by being able to just click outside the box when you know? it comes to that stuff your salary though you're not paid by the hour i'm, I'm not paid by the anything i do it for fun <laughs> and, and sir boss points out he did the math you're saving six minutes a year Six minutes. No. Six minutes. Six minutes. That's a that's a very valuable six minutes. You know that that six minutes might you know be the difference between a a good cut and a bad cut in an edit. See, Maverick's okay. got my back. He can do a lot in six minutes. Okay, y- you know what? We've already wasted six minutes talking about that you could save six minutes. So I just yeah. took your time, and okay. there you go. 
So, um, what are we going to go? What are we going? What do you want to move on to? Do you want to move on to the uh, uh, the Clash on Camino, um, as everybody has dubbed it? No one's referring to it as Clash on Camino. Everybody's calling it Cash on Camino. Let's let's go ahead and do that. You lead this one, brother. Okay, so everybody knows because everybody's been watching the live streams that it's four tiers. Now everybody knows that uh, uh, that tier one and tier three are pretty much basic. As long as you've as long as you've met the requirements for the ships, even with uh, uh, even with the um, capital ship. Uh, I mean, I watched Arnold's uh, content and he used uh, Mace Windu's capital ship, and he didn't really want to spend. He had the ability mats to kind of like bump him up, but he didn't bother using it. He just used his decent squad, and he pretty much cleared through that in about eight minutes. Where the problems then kicked in was Tier 2, and as we all know, Tier 2 is five characters. They are all required at seven stars, and the minimum entry for each of these characters is 17,700 GP. Now, this is Tier 2, and it requires Ahsoka Tano, C-3PO, General Kenobi, Padme Amidala, and Shaq T. But okay, hang on. Seventeen seven is a minimum requirement. Okay, let, let's look at that list real quick. So we've got um, you said Ahsoka Tano, right? Ahsoka Tano, yep. That's uh, where. Where's Ahsoka farmable? Ahsoka is farmable from Cantina. Okay, and she's in the Shakti, Cantina store. Shakti is ships. Shakti is ships, yep. And then the other three. Are legendary and raid characters. Okay. C3PO and Padme, both legendary. General Kenobi is a raid character. So that to me, there's our two characters. Because earlier I was talking about uh, Jedi Knight Revan and Darth Revan. I guess there's our two characters, right? Mm hmm. Because, it, I mean, spoiler alert if you haven't read everything, number four. Phase four uses all farmable characters. So there's our two legendary characters. We got C3PO and we have um, Padme. Yeah. Well, I mean, Malik was the same. Malik required two legendaries as well. Right, right. And so that's the ones that, that it would follow. So we I'm are we going to see two Padmes and two C3POs before it comes back? Or are they going to up the ante of epic confrontations because they're so difficult to prepare for? Mm -hmm. Well, I, I can actually also see them. Uh, if you remember back to the Q&A we discussed last week, um, one of the questions was, when will the heroic tank raid be simmable? And they said soon. Uh, they did I say soon. They did say soon, which does make sense now that we know that General Kenobi is one of the characters. So if the event is being simmed, uh, it, it's it's probably going to be along the same line as the pit raid. So it's going to be a simmable, and you'll be getting 10 shards. So three, 330, so 33 events simmed, and you'll get your General Kenobi. So you, you obviously you're only getting it to seven stars. You doing the GP... That's all on you, and we all know, uh, uh, you know, he is General Carbanti, so uh, hmm. it's still yeah. going to be a problem gearing him up. But I think that, that that's probably one of the reasons why they said that they were going to sim it, because it, it just makes it easier and it quicker 
for people to be able to get General Kenobi to seven stars if they make the heroic tank raid simmable just like they did the pit. Now, there was a part about where um let's see i'm trying to trying to find it um and sir boss did bring it up and and that's kind of what we were leading into here he brought it up in the chat um where there would be ways for people to catch up if you will so you know they were talking about where they would leave leave up the ability to do the legendaries like jtr like um like Chewbacca and all that, as you advance to that point. Mm-hmm. So if they do that quality of life, that would be, I think that'd be a great way. And yes, um, <laughs> and, uh, and Hellenix points it out here is that as, as they see these legendary characters that they want so much, they're going to spend the three $500 to get there right away if they don't want to be patient. So, yeah. Well, that's kind of going to depend on what they put in the store. But, the, 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 yeah, in principle, by doing what they suggested they're going to do in the Q&A and simply make all of the legendaries open, so you will be able to do any legendary event as and when you are ready. It does kind of make sense. We are on our second second epic confrontation. So we have Malik, we have General Skywalker. Um, odds are that this is the way forward. There, I mean, I, I imagine they'll probably throw a legendary character, you know, the occasional legendary character in every now and then. But the the, the trend now is going to be these epic confrontations. And if they continue with the epic confrontation it looks like they're always going to include at least two legendaries in each of these events. And if they're going to put legendaries in, then it makes sense for them to make every single legendary event open. So as an epic confrontation cadence approaches, people can decide whether they do or do not want to, you know, wail out on a legendary event so that they've got that seven star character that they then again must then wail out on in order to get up to gear 13 and put whatever relics are necessary for the event on that character. So, uh, by the way, um, sadly, Deadpool Kyle's not listening live on this one. Um, he's, but he's in the chat, which is a great time. Um, he, he is talking, uh, you know, he doesn't want people to call it gas. It's either GS or Gen Sky or Jensky. Um, oh, Jensky. I like Jensky. <laughs> <But, laughs> Jensky. But here's here's the thing. If people are wailing out, I just want to point out that they are spending gas money. <laughs> that you see that that does ha- that also has a nice ring to it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So anyway, um so we've got all these all these different We've got all these different requirements. So um, you, you mentioned the the seventeen seven requirement. By the way, there's a forty k requirement on the ships. Yeah, um, there is. And then there's the seventeen seven requirement. But we run into a problem for people who are there at the requirement. Go ahead. 
The requirement for the ships or the requirement for tier four? The requirement for tier two, even. Oh, for tier two. Yeah, well, uh, a lot of people have been just getting over that 17-7 threshold. Um, there are multiple people that um, appear to have completed the event. It's just Ian is one of them. And uh, I, th I think he had a couple of characters that were only just over the threshold. And then there are some people that are taking it all the way, you know, the GP of a character all the way to 22,000 with, you know, R3s, you know, th you know, tier three relics on. And obviously they're still having some issues i mean the the i've watched arnold mobile rangers i watched a little bit of ian's uh, i spoke to a content creator called general stash um and he showed me what was on his roster um, and it was pretty op you know lots and lots of uh relic two three four and fives and Did... it still took him 12 hours but he got it but he got it general stash got it let's get him next week then absolutely i don't see why not General right. Stash, if you're in the chat or if you're listening, we want you next week, mate. So we'll, we'll talk to him um, since we have Ian this week. We'll definitely talk to General Stash next week on it. Um, but, I mean, the, the the one that I that I watched and was very proud of is our own. He, he's one of our resident listeners, and uh, um, I just want to publicly tell him I love him. Mandalore. Um, we've had you on a few times. We we really, really have to take a look at what Mandalore did as well. He's, he just totally burned through this and had a video up in the first, like, three hours. Wow. Yeah. I, I have... The thing is, I have a, a lot of people, you know, uh, a lot of clearly very committed people... Uh, started the event at midnight, one o'clock, you know, around that, you know, middle of the night, stupid o'clock time. Uh, and obviously worked all the way through the early hours of the morning. Now, I was in bed, so uh, <laughs> I haven't seen any of that content yet. All I did was get up this morning, do my content, and then as soon as I'd finished editing and uploading mine, it was like, right, who's live at the moment? So I then just went looking for people who were live doing the event at around about 10 o'clock in the morning. So you should have looked for somebody that already finished it. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the, the the first one that I saw was Arnold. Um, and then once I'd finished watching Arnold's, that was when Ranger went live. And I've been, you know, following Ranger. I have Ranger up live in front of me right now. He huh? is on tier four as good. we speak. Good, good. So he, he did have all the characters for tier three. Yes, he did have all of the characters for tier three. Yes, he he breezed through tier three absolutely smashed it so what were the what were the requirements for tier three <laughs> the require <laughs> the requirements for tier three were general skywalker no no it was just having an account <laughs> yeah, just having an account <laughs> So it was, everything's just given to you on a plate uh, i'm trying to i'm trying to think back to um I'm trying to think back to uh, uh, other events where a similar thing has happened. And the, the two that strike me the most are obviously uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, you know, yep. needlessly sacrificing his life in the CLS event. And the, uh, uh, the um, uh, JTR event where she fights Kylo Ren at the end. Um, so, yeah, that, that's those. Are, I mean, there, there may be more, but those are the two that instantly jump to mind. Exactly. Exactly. Now, tier four is you know you basically fight the meta with uh, with Asajj led 
droids. Mm-hmm. And Which kind of sucks because there's no synergy there. And everybody has been, um, everybody has, you know, uh, 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 legitimately, you know, brought this up. And uh, I hope that um, when everybody does redress their grievances with CG um, regarding the lack of synergy with AV, um, that they give her at least a minimum rework that does come up with some kind of synergy with separatist droids. You know, she's she's got the tag. Um, I do believe she's got the tag, but the the lack of synergy. Uh, it it's she's she's the least per the, you know the least favorite person that anybody would pick. You you just wouldn't naturally pick Av as a leader to um uh, to separatist droids. You you just wouldn't do it. So maybe maybe it's a hint you know maybe they're hinting at the fact that you know she is finally going to get a separatist rework and they're going to put some separatist synergy in there well it wouldn't i wouldn't put it past them because they totally you know after the first padme event which took me 354 times so i feel rangers uh you know rangers pain here as he's trying to do this now you know it it's absolutely a sort of it, when they go back and they rework something to make it make something difficult a little bit easier and then it gets walked over because Padme is a walk in the park now with bugs or with uh, um, or with a full droid team if you have if you have Grievous I mean also, Hellenix talks about how all these different things, like the Chewie event and the CLS event and the and the JTR event, all those, they were all amazing. And it brings me to think, why can't we replay them for any, for even no rewards, just to enjoy something that somebody probably took about three months to animate and, and, and put the sound in perfectly and all that? Why can't we play that again instead of just enjoying it once? With the exception of the Chewy event where we had to watch that damn cinematic 15 times. <laughs> it's it's funny that you should it's funny that you should mention that actually because that was uh, uh, one of the most requested um QOLs at Star Wars Celebration. Um I, I had a, a multiple conversations with multiple developers and uh, a, a Aside from what what's the favorite what was your favorite character character that you developed, a lot of people and a lot of the developers would actually like to see their hard work in creating legendaries um, repeatable events. Obviously, you can't get the rewards. There's no rewards to get, but people would like the ability to relive you know old glories and uh, you know have another crack at those legendary events so it, it's definitely something that i know that the developers would very much like to um uh, uh, include in the game themselves uh, it's not technically qol um but uh, I, I think when they bring in this new system of having legendaries running 365 days a year and you can simply do them when you have the characters ready um that would be a good time for them to you know maybe maybe come up with a a mythic uh tier for each of those legendaries just to you know just to make it that little bit harder for people reliving you know reliving those uh, uh past glories of doing that event 
Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's, oh, Sir Boss actually kind of embellished on my joke, by the way, um, earlier about the gas money. I wonder if I should go out onto this, uh, onto a corner and, and just hold a sign that says, can you spare some change for gas? See if I can raise enough to buy, buy General Skywalker. <laughs> Yeah, well, there's there's lots of people. There's lots of people that uh, what is it? DPK, uh, you know, DPK would like to see Mythic Tears for Chewie and three PO. Uh, Maverick would love to see a, a reworked GMY. Yeah, so th- there are there, there's definitely call for it. You know, there are there are gamers out there. There are there are people that play this game that would uh, that would like to see Mythic Tears for for various different legendary events. So uh, yeah, I don't see why it's not something that. Um, they wouldn't do maybe it is something they can do as quality of life uh you know i don't really know it it depends how busy the devs are and when you look at the dev tracker it does look like they're kept quite busy i would like to have another chance at tier four of the uh darth revan event to be honest with you i would like to see now that i know how the kits work better i'd like to have a chance to see if i could down it without taking multiple tries Oh no, I'd I'd like to I'd like to go back over um, old legendaries and just complete them to three stars. But it, it was one of the things I never quite understood about a legendary that the legend it would have three stars. So you yeah, know that, you would complete the tier and then it would go one two three or it'd go one or it'd go one two. You know that d- depending on how many characters you lost and I I've I've commented I comment would comment on it when I was doing it live. I'm like I don't understand why they have this three star system in legendaries because it's completely and utterly irrelevant. But it would be relevant if they brought it back as a mythic. You know, so you get some mythic title if you complete them all at three stars so you go back and do the legendaries and you get three stars on each tier and as a result of getting three you get some kind of mythic title i know you love something like that paul because you love chasing titles i do love chasing titles as i uh as i mentioned in the ian uh interview coming up here soon um you know there were a lot of other things that came out Uh, did you have anything else on the event um, aside from this, I mean, I, I know you're gushing and loving over the kit, but mm-hmm. is there anything that you that you else that you have on this event? Well, I mean, if I'm being a hundred percent honest, um, uh, as a free to play, uh, I'm I'm really not that bothered bothered about this event. I may seem excited. I'm excited to see what it can do. I'm excited to see what the character's capabilities are. Um, and I'm really, really looking forward to living vicariously through those content creators out there that have got this character. But I'm really not that fussed about it because it's not something that I'm going to go for. It's not something that I'm ever going to have. Well, at least not, not you know, not, not definitely not within the next 12 months. At, at least with Malik, I thought to myself, okay, I could probably get Malik within the next 12 months because I only need to do Darth Revan. But this... There's just too many characters that I would need to farm, and there's too many uh, gear 13s that I would need to do. And my 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 main free to play account, which is the one closest to this event, doesn't even have any gear 13s. So uh, I, you know, we're talking about a character that, in in all likeliness, in all likelihood, I'm never gonna have, and that's why I kind of don't care about it. Um, that the, the other opinion that I have on this is the the amount of money. I mean, when Jedi Knight Revan came out. 
you know, people were complaining about it costing two, three hundred dollars for those that hadn't prepared to get it free to play. People were complaining about it costing two, three hundred dollars. Now, uh, I watched Mobile Gamer. I, 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 freakiest thing is, I jumped into his live stream just as he was doing his final run, the, the last run to complete it on T4. And he mentioned on several occasions during that that he'd spent, he'd wailed out like $750 in order to get the characters to the required levels in order to complete this event. And obviously I spoke to Private Stash and he didn't do anything, but it cost him 12 hours of his life. Now, it, it disappoints me. Um, and it really, really does disappoint me that EA slash CG have created an event that either costs hundreds and hundreds of dollars to do or hours and hours and hours to do. You know, I, I, I liked the, you know, we've all been there trying to just do a legendary through RNG, you know, the minimum requirements, you know, can I do it with gear eight? Can I do it with gear nine? And those earlier ones, people would just give up and throw, you know, oh, well, okay, fine, I'll take them to gear 11, or fine, I'll take them to gear 12. That's not something that is possible with these epic confrontations. These epic confrontations may have those 17-7 minimum requirements, but I don't think for a second that anybody is under any illusion that you would be able to actually complete this event with the minimum requirements. The, right. the, the minimum requirements are simply there as a threshold to entry into this event. By the That's way, uh, um, as of, uh, well, it, it, it dropped just as we started the show, and it's the first time that I that I refreshed. Um, we have breaking news, Nev. Um, oh, do the, we? Yes, the Grand Arena roster lock bug. We were talking, we were joking about the dev tracker. <laughs> they're working right now. Uh, the roster lock bug. Where is this sitting at? Um, uh, it is under general bugs. General bugs, not the name of a new character for the uh, Gene Oceans, uh, but the uh, under the general bugs, it talks about a Grand Arena roster lock bug. Well, guess what? Um, I guess somebody has outed how everything happens. And so they're letting everybody know. <clears throat> About a month ago, we received several reports that some players were able to add Zetas and Relics after the lock in Grand Arena. In investigating those instances, we found that it is possible to delay the roster lock mechanism. Currently, a player's roster is locked when they log into the game. That means starting the game and seeing the loading screen. Or when they visit the Grand Arena landing page after the preview phase has expired. This is currently driven by your device communicating with the servers and in certain circumstances allows relics, Zetas, or new units to show up after the period that should be roster locked. We are working on a fix that will move the roster lock to when the player joins the event, locking whatever players had set at that moment. So... So they're going to be moving it to when you hit that join button. Mm. And they've discovered that the root cause, uh, they discovered the root cause of it, and they are working on the fix, and they're hoping to roll it out in the next two weeks. That does not bode well for next week's Grand Arena Championships. That well, really, as, as long really as, worries as long me. As, 
as long as they get it out as soon as physically possible um so that it doesn't cause problems i mean here's the thing they've acknowledged a problem so anybody that loses rewards as a result of this problem uh, th there has to be some form of restitution and you would hope that they would uh, you know um uh, uh, give something back to a player that you know had uh, issues regarding this uh, problem well, within the game yeah, and some players, with the introduction of General Anakin Skywalker, exposed the issue to other people, and so they're so they are letting us know they that they do know about the issue and that they are working on a fix. So I I do want to make sure that they understand I am not I'm not uh, calling I, I'm not throwing them under the bus for this, you know, the, because. He, they they exposed it to the public and they didn't bring it up to them, didn't bring it up to CG and they were able to fix it quietly. Hence all the other issues that they talked about, they you know that they've had with the you know the the old um, using your raw, your squad arena loadouts and things like that. Yeah, they know about the issue and they have been working on a fix. And so they also posted it in the dev tracker to monitor the status. So that was something that I should have saw and clicked on going, what's this? So I, I just want to point that out, that we're not throwing them under a bus for this. They addressed it as soon as it became wide knowledge. I didn't even know about that, you know, little, little, I, I won't even call it a trick because mm -hmm. it's a, it's a, you're a piece of crap if you use that stuff. If if you try to get a leg up on the others of people that don't have knowledge of something, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to back there's, down on that. Yeah, no, no, there's there's no need to. I think most people would agree with you. Uh, you know, using a hack in order to gain an advantage over your opponent is that's uh, not a hack. It, it, it's not a hack though. That that's the thing that we have. Oh, to sorry, make no, sure. no, no, not a hack. Sorry, an exploit. It's an exploit as opposed to a hack. Yes. Uh, using an exploit um, in order uh, to get one over on your opponent. Uh, here's the thing: if if somebody said, "Oh, uh, if somebody was in GAC and they were up against their opponent and they said, look, I know about this exploit. Um, I'm going to use it, so I'm going to tell you about it so that you can use it against me.' At least then it would be a level playing field." Yeah, but who's to say that 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 person B is not going to? is not going to keep that secret from person C and D when person mm -hmm. C will be told by person A, but person D would not know about it. And they're going to fall all the way down. Oh the yeah. No, the I, 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 un I understand using, using the exploit is wrong. It's bad. You know, uh, if, if, if you're going to uh, gain an unfair advantage over an opponent, it is wrong. And there's, there's no question that it's wrong and uh, people should not use it. And it is against the terms and conditions. It does say that it does stipulate uh, one of the items in the terms and conditions of the game is using an exploit um, to, uh, uh, you know, to gain an advantage over a player is against the terms of service and can result in a ban from the game. So, the, you know, the, if, if you get caught doing it, you know, you can be banned. Yep. Just don't do it, guys. If you're a listener to our show, play fair. Be nice to each other, damn it. I always say it every single week and I'll say it again. <laughs> Oh, oh, I'm just, just going to give you an update on how Ranger's doing. Let's do a Ranger update, shall let, we? Let's, uh, let's do a Ranger. Let's go live to Ranger. <laughs> well, Ranger is currently buying packs. 
Oh. Uh, he, he is no 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 he's bought it, it clearly he's buying stuff to upgrade characters um now what what he he did not do and what people were saying that he uh, you know I, I think he was very very reserved uh, by doing t2 because he said to himself and he said to everybody that was listening that he did not want to buy or pay for anything to upgrade in t2 that he then thought he might need for t4 so you know it was just a good old-fashioned rng grind which is why he was streaming for like six to seven hours before he finally did t2 because he wanted to save any resources that he had to do the separatists so if he had problems with tier four then he could use the resources that he'd saved and not used in tier two and work on the characters he requires for t4 and it looks like that's what he's doing at the moment he's just looking for gear um I think he's, I'm not sure if he's looking to gear 13, any of the characters. I, I, I've got no audio. I've just got it on silent. I can just right. see him scrolling backwards now, and forwards at the moment. Really quick, Maverick, he said that you did it with a, uh, he says in, in the chat, in the listener lounge, that he has a G12 Magna and a G12 Droidica that he did the event with. I, the, the Magna, I am absolutely baffled. Are you serious that you did the event with a gear 12 magna guard and please tell me what else you had in it with uh with Asajj and with uh um you know with, with the rest of the guys um i'm interested in in what else you had here um and you know what we'll, we'll give him time to to prove to me i i would hope that he would he would truly prove um I want him to prove to me that he's got General Skywalker. I want him to prove to me what what he has. Hopefully, he has an upgraded thing. I want to see what he's got uh, coming up here in 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 just a moment. Uh, I I think we should definitely go to the break and talk to Ian, and we'll come back and check on your Horde account, and then um, interact with the listener lounge live on the bridge. What do you think, Neil? I think that's a sound plan, Paul. Sound plan. All right. Well, we're gonna throw it to a break. You're listening to the Escape Pod Cast. The Escape Pod Cast with Paul Anthony and Neil Andrew Ware. Hey everyone, Biscuit Weasel here from the Planet Coruscant and the HSTR project. Some of you may have seen my latest videos about my modding and Grand Arena strategy, but I want to help you personally. Head on over to patreon.com slash biscuitweasel, that's weasel with a Z, and check out my new Patreon rewards. And while they last, the first 10 people to sign up at the $10 level will get the whole $30 package for their first month. That's patreon.com slash biscuitweasel. Remember, that's with a Z, today. Does your guild want to tap into their full potential in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes? Yeah! For as low as $1 a month per guild member, your guild can unleash the power of the game in ways you never thought possible. Track your arena movements, guild progression, and much, much more. Contact Shitty Bill and get one of his shitty bots on your server today. Just look for him on our Discord server and tag or message him for more information. The link for our server is below in the description. Shitty bots, don't let the name fool you. Hi, this is Cyphermaster SB Crumb, and you're listening to the Escape Pod Cast. Ah! 
escape pod cast for kids it's really cool welcome back all my favorite escape padawans to story time with the llama on the escape pod cast for kids last week we spoke about different ways that new accounts can prepare themselves to enter the squad arena this week i'd like to talk about what squads are great for beginners that will help them climb the ranks whether they begin with a horde account or not If you ask most veterans in the game, or do a little bit of research on various YouTube channels, or even the forums, many of them will give you the same advice. Start with the Phoenix Squadron. Hera, Ezra, Kanan, Zeb, Chopper, and Sabine are the six Phoenix characters available in the game. The three characters who are a must in your squad are Hera, since she's the only one with a leadership ability, Ezra and Kanan. Now, there's a ton of debate over which other two tunes deserve a spot in your starting lineup. As for me, I suggest Chopper and Zeb in the beginning, because you'll be able to collect those shards much faster in the Cantina and Galactic War stores than the single dark side hard node that Sabine is on. This team works extremely well because of the incredible synergy they have with each other. Hera's leadership ability allows the squad to share each other's uniques, like Chopper's health gain, Zeb's protection gain, and Kanan's counterattack chance, which can easily help turn the tide of any battle. Not to mention, this squad can help you get key legendary characters like Thrawn and the menacing Empire leader, Emperor Palpatine. If the Phoenix squad doesn't seem like your cup of tea, another viable team is a Bastilla Shan-led Jedi team with characters like Old Ben, Ezra, Kanan, and Jolie Bindo. Just make sure you've got some pretty strong friends and allies to help you unlock the Bastilla and Jolie Bindo nodes. This team will set you up perfectly to get Grandmaster Yoda, as well as get you on your way to Jedi Knight Revan and Thrawn. Both of these teams will help you get off to a great start, not only in the squad arena, but it'll help you get through Galactic War and set you on the road for a ton of legendary characters in this game. That's all for now. I'll see you next week for story time on the Escape Pod Cast for Kids. Micaiah's Modding Mayhem is the premier remodding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Micaiah's will rebuild your roster from top to bottom and give you consultation on where to go from there. Micaiah's has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and lots of useful additional services, including a full cleanup of your mods, loadout pages, PvP plans and more. Contact Micaiah's today on Discord at all lowercase Case Micaeus number 0127. That's M I K A Y A S number 0127 or at MicaeusMods at gmail.com. Micaeus Modding Mayhem, the official remodding service of the Escape Pod cast. Did you know that if you signed up to become a Patreon, you could get tons of rewards? Force Ghost Scotty could do a roster review for you. Neil Andrew Air could share Grand Arena tactics. Or Paul could even help you get maximum stars in Geonosis Territory Battle. Ah, and you even get access into the after show. Sound good? Sign up to be a Patreon today. For as little as $2 a month, you could unlock a ton of potential content and also get closer to the hosts. Head to patreon.com backslash the 
Escape Pod to sign up. Hey there, Escape Podawans. Everyone's favorite llama here to remind you that the Escape Pod cast is on social media. That's right, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter. So give us a like, give us a follow, and stay up to date on all things in-game and in the Escape Pod. Our account links are down in the description or on our Discord server in the Show Links channel. See you on the net! Receiving incoming transmission. Welcome into this incoming transmission of this episode of the Escape Pod cast. And this week, we have one of the, I would say, Nev, I would say one of the most fun, um, you know, he, you're, you're absolutely talented with your Photoshopping for your, for your screenshots, and you have a really unique take on this. It's just Ian. Welcome to the show, Ian. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us, mate. Of course. So, um, you know, what when uh when we were talking about getting you on, you know, we didn't realize that uh this show was gonna be taken over by you know, General Anakin Skywalker. So, you know, the, the <laughs> listeners just heard our takes um in the first and second segment, but you know, what what is Ian's takes if people haven't been paying attention to your to your channel? Oh man, there there's so much to this event that uh, kind of freaks me out, <laughs> and I don't know where to start. But I guess you know the whole requirements to seventeen thousand seven hundred. That's just for getting into the event. I'm sure a lot of people out there know that, and a lot of people they data they data mine this a little bit ago. It's going to be required or not required. It's going to be recommended rather you're going to need the 22,000 with Relic 3 on pretty much everybody for every single phase, except for phase three, because that's already given to you. And that's going to freak me out the most. Um, I don't know <laughs> if I want to go to that length of like dropping gear 13 on like a Sage for like phase four, because that's where I'm going to struggle the most or B1, you know, I don't know. That's where it's going to freak me out the most. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> but Ian, you, you know, this, this character is a theory craft as, wet dream it's a theory crafter's wet dream and i mean uh, uh, you know I'm, I'm not blowing you know smoke up here by any chance but you know i've said it before that you and db official are probably two of the the the, the best if not the most detailed um uh, content creators out there that are uh, without a shadow of a doubt very meticulous when it comes to their theory crafting so you know how could you not Appreciate want that. this character well oh, I, mean, I, I for sure want it you, i for sure want you it. want it do you have yeah. everybody ready for tier two and tier four at uh, at the minimum so yeah yep i got for the for the event i got everything um everything is at the required um the seventeen thousand seven hundred. The the one thing that I'm kind of because you know for the phase two you got you got Padme team I don't know and, and nobody knows if it's going to be Padme lead or if you can kind of like swap out who you want if it's going to be like a GK lead I might not get that done because my shock T is only going to be gear nine and that's going to hmm. be kind of annoying 
But everybody else is going to be perfect for the event, I think. Um, gear 12s, um, maybe gear 13s, like I said, if I have to drop gear 13s. But for the most part, I should get it done. If I need to, I can drop, you know, 50 bucks, try to get some gear 13s done. I mean, it's not going to be that much for me. So, yeah. yeah. Well, as as people know, you know, you may have it unlocked by now. By the time that this airs, uh, veteran listeners to the show do know that we do record our interviews on Thursday um, but, uh, you know, w- we're going to see how far we get. I'm, I'm hoping that I can at least damage soulless one in, in phase one. <laughs> you just um, want that title. <laughs> you just want that title. <laughs> I do just want that title. You know, that I, I want all the titles, but you know, I'm just a completionist. There you go. <laughs> so, you know, it's, you know, I'm really looking forward to seeing what will be able to be played. I'm going to be tuning in to, you know, people that are streaming the unlock. If for some reason I can't do it myself, I've got the droids there. I, I'm ready for phase four, but I'm not ready for phase two. We'll see how that goes. I had to Zeta Ahsoka to get her to 17.7. That's going to be a close one for you. Yeah. So... Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm ready yeah. for one of the phases. I, I'm, I'm ready for tier three. <laughs> I'm not ready for tiers one, two, and four, but I'm ready for tier three because, you know, they just give you everything, don't they? Including this ARC Trooper. What's your thoughts on this ARC Trooper, Ian? Do you think that's, that, that they're, they're bringing it into the, into the event as kind of like a showcase for uh, a future character that they're going to present to us for a marquee or it, it, because there has been a lot of talk about yeah. it and it's unusual for, for, you yeah. know, for an individual character like this to be discussed and talked so much, if it's just going to be for an event, because same thing happened with Vader and his capital ship, you know, unique ship yeah. with Vader, but there wasn't, you know, a, a lot of hubbub and talk about whether it was going to come in or not. What are your thoughts on that? Well, like, you know, we have all these events. We've got legendaries and stuff like that. We've had uh, some weird characters that were from that era, um, like the one uh, Endor soldier from the 3PO event. Um, but this guy is going to be released. They already had a kit reveal, so it's going to be totally something new that we haven't seen before. Um, and it's different from his kit in the GOTB, right? So it's absolutely different. The kit itself is absolutely amazing. <laughs> like even for another theory crafters, like what like you said about <laughs> Anakin, I mean, these two characters exactly are like pretty much the same when it comes to theory crafting. There's so much possibilities, you know, and I am extremely excited actually more so for the arc trooper than I am for actual, just getting Anakin. Um, because I love, I love the guy's kit. It's, so. it's, it- just it's characters like that. It's characters like this and times like this that I, I really do wish that the Game Changer program was still running and that it, that it didn't get kind of binned 12 months ago because, you know, all of the uh, uh, all of the content creators that were Game Changers got access to these characters. And, you know, they, they would theorycraft with them and the videos would get watched and everybody would be able to, you know, make up their mind as to whether or not they wanted to go for this character or not. And just don't seem to get that an awful lot anymore. Yeah. I, I started my YouTube a bit later. Yeah. Which is why we yeah. have people like you and DB. Man, I would love <laughs> yeah. to get my hands on one of those test accounts. I know there's probably like a handful of them out there, but I mean, oh my gosh, I would love one of those. You, you, let me guess, you, you'd never leave the house, would you? 
Probably not. <laughs> no, I wouldn't leave the house either. I, I, who, who doesn't want one of those old school testing uh, testing accounts? It'd be it would be perfect for something like um, uh, General Skywalker because you, you'd have everything all maxed out, and you would just be, you know, in there swapping in and out. I mean, obviously, we have the final text from the forums, but wh- where do you think he's going to be the strongest, mate? Um, like uh, in the game modes. Mm-hmm. Do, I mean, uh, no, no, no. Which, which, uh, which faction do you think he's going to be the best with? I mean, obviously, he, you know, he's a Jedi and he's clones. Uh, sorry, he's yeah. Jedi and Five O First, and he's Galactic Republic. But you know, where do you think his forte is going to be? You know, wh- wh- where's he going to be the most OP? Well, definitely with his kit and the Five O First synergy, it's going to be with those uh, the Echo, the Fives, the Rex, those three. The the team that I'm thinking is gonna be really nuts is once we get Arc Trooper in the game, throwing an Arc Trooper with those, those with those four, you have actually not just five but six because you had to worry about that turret as well that are gonna be just hitting you nonstop. And with how Anakin works, he's like, oh, I don't even know, man. It, it's unbelievable how overpowered this guy is with his permanent taunt almost, and then you can't hit him once he goes below 100% HP. But for sure, I would say he's gonna be with that team right there. But maybe, you know, maybe there's going to be like a counter to this team, like with the JKR, and then you slap in uh, this Anakin, maybe that's a solid counter. I mean, there's a lot of different potential counters here. Um, so, yeah. I yeah, think I mean, sure just, just, just reading over the text for his leadership is, is just nuts. I mean, while there are other 501st allies, General Skywalker can't drop below 100%. You know, and, 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 and he advances if he has 100% protection and takes cover if he... Oh, it's just, you know, I mean, advanced taunt, which can't be dispelled or prevented. You, you've so, been... you know, all those characters. Ugh. You've been gushing over this all episode, Neil. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, it's... it's uh, I, I'm, I'm See, this is why I'm really glad that I'm, I'm keeping my fingers crossed that Ian gets it because then I will be able to live vicariously <laughs> through his content because I am not I am not going to see this character for a year. I have a plan, you see, Ian. I have a plan <laughs> to get General Skywalker, but it involves parking my my uh, my main account, which is only three point five million. Now I've got characters at seven stars, but I just don't have the gear and I don't have the, the resources to, you know, take them to twelves and thirteens and, and do all of that relic crap. So I'm just gonna park my account in a hoard account for twelve months. I'm gonna hoard crystals and cantina energy for twelve months and then I'm gonna come out of hiding and I'm gonna have you know, it'd be like a kid on Christmas. I'm going to have so much cantina energy that I'm going to be able to uh, take, you know, whoever I need to, to whatever relic level. And I'm going to have crystals to buy whatever packs for any miss. Oh, yeah. So uh, that, that that's my plan for getting General <laughs> Skywalker is I'm not going to play my account for a year. I'm just going to park it in a guild and do my fleet arena and collect energy. So hoarding crystals and energy, that's my solution because... I ain't grinding for this character, mate. But, but <laughs> Nev, I've told you, in a year, there's not. It's going to be a brand new meta. And I was just going to say that. <laughs> yeah. No one. No one. Oh yeah. Oh, right. yeah, dude. First order, dude. First order will be the next meta after Anakin. This meta is going to be very brief. Because you read into how both Kylos are with their healing. Um, what's it called? Like they're immune to the percent HP, right? Like Malik mm-hmm. is. That is a hard counter to Rex. 
Um, Rex is probably, I would say, one of the scariest guys in that team. And being able to have a couple guys in that first order team that can eat that up is extremely valuable. And you, you like give us a new first order, whether it's a leadership or like a new kind of support character. What I would love to see is like another attacker, kind of like an executioner, right? Because kind of lacks a little bit of DPS in that team. I would love to see something with crit hit immunity. That with uh, the advantage and then with both Kylos being you know immune to that percent HP, I think that would really counter this team. Not sure if it'll be like a meta team. Maybe it'll be kind of like how Mallet came out and then Padme was right after, kind of countered her or kind of counter Malik a little bit, you know? It could be something like that. I don't know how long this meta will last with Anakin. I don't know. Well, I, I don't think it's going to be replaced by First Order because, you know, once Episode 9 is done and, and, and CG have done the uh, the content regarding Episode 9 and whatever First Order marquee characters or legendaries, legendaries they put out, that's that's going to be it. That's it. It's it's a bit like Phoenix, you know? As soon as, as, soon as the uh, Rebels... TV show was done that they were done adding or doing anything for the characters. It, it was over, you know, that was it. Uh, I, I, I kind of feel that they might do something similar with the uh, first order and, and, you know, 2020 is going to be all about what star Wars content that Disney plus throws out and, and dictates to CG. It's like, look, we've got, we've got this TV show going on. It's star Wars characters. Can you introduce them into the game? And, New characters will come into the game, but because of General Skywalker, anything that gets brought in is just going to get swatted out of the way. You know, there'll, there'll be extra stuff to put in like GW or TW, but it's not going to be anywhere near anything like General Skywalker. So A year from now, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're rehashing the, uh, the first uh, two segments here. Um, but the, the main reason that I wanted to bring Ian on is to expose our listeners who uh, aren't on the Discord. I don't know why you're not. Um, yeah, get but, that. Yeah, you definitely have to be. Um, Ian posts great videos, I would say maybe every other day. That'd be a good uh, a good. I estimate. try to shoot for every day. You try to shoot for But yeah, every other day. Yeah. Um, I mean, he posts these great videos, great theory crafting, as Nev said. Uh, you know, you're, you're the Mormon version of uh, DB Official. You know, so there you go. Um, you know, what I want to figure out and what I want to do is I want to introduce, uh, you know, how long have you been playing the game? What, uh, what are your, what are your favorite things? We'll, we'll get to that here in a second. But, you know, the main question is how long has it's just Ian been playing Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes? <sighs> Let's see. Game came out what November twenty fifteen. November fifteen. Yep. Yeah, November fifteen. It was a month right after December twenty fifteen. So yeah, same as me. All right. Are you are you free to play? Are you pay to play? Are you if you're pay to play? Are you a minnow, dolphin, whale, or kraken? Oh man. So okay, I started the whole YouTube thing like what was it like four to five months ago, and I before that I was completely free to play. I think I started spending pretty, you know, frequently, I guess you could say, a couple months ago. I don't know where I am on the whole, you know, amount spent, and I'd rather not look at that for my <laughs> own sanity, right? So, I'm, if I were to guess, it would be like a uh, uh, dolphin, probably. Okay. Now, yeah. did, are you a, do you, do you whale or dolphin for characters, 
for gear, for both? What what's your what's your focus when you go into when you decide to push that spend money button? What are you spending money on? That is a good question. Um, so this event with Anakin was probably the first event I've ever whaled on. I have yet to get a new meta the first time around. I've always gotten it a second, maybe even third time around. Um, so this is my first whale. I guess you could say I've dropped around $50 so far. If I have dropped another 50, I will <laughs> maybe more, but I uh, typically, if it's like in a, you know, a low key type of mode or the, you know, part of the game where, you know, there's like kind of a downtime, I guess you could say, um, I would, uh, I would work on some gear 12s, get them gear 13. When I am considering spending is on those, chi- those chirotechs, you know, um, but pretty much everything else is free to play. Um, I don't spend money on packs unless I think it's a great pack. Like the last one I think I bought was the galactic upgrade pack. And outside of that, I probably wouldn't buy anything. So, um, for packs so no relic packs, value. you didn't buy any relic nope. packs. You didn't buy any gear 13 packs. You just, nope. bought, you bought crystals for gear. Yep. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. No, I'm, I'm, and also, also I, I spend, I think, the first month or so when I was starting to get some revenue on my YouTube, I spent a lot of my first month's earnings on just back into some theory crafting ideas for videos. So like we're talking like 20, 30, even $40 spent just refreshing on the, on the arena, trying to get some cool videos for my, for my YouTube. And that's where the crystals kind of went there, but I haven't done that in a long, in a long time. I, I don't, uh, I don't blame you one bit. <laughs> I yeah. don't because you know you you creating the content, you know I, I have a uh, I'm really hoping I can get this guest on sometime in the near future, um, but you know the talk of influencers these days just it it truly is you you will influence somebody to say okay yeah maybe I am gonna buy into this or maybe I'm just gonna save my money because. You know, I can't get to 2200 Relic 3 and and all that stuff. So I'm just going to bide my time and and see what comes next or work my way towards it starting now. So, you know, when it comes to an influencer, I don't blame you for spending money on on those certain things. So more power to you, brother. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I like doing it too. I, I would rather spend, you know, 2k on crystals, trying out a new team, like this new, uh, Anakin rather than spending it on gear, honestly, and characters. That's just how I am. So is it going to be, uh, are you going to go, uh, live down the live stream route Ian, or are you going to be more precise and record everything that you've done so that you can, you know, cut and edit and make something, you know, like a more finished product? Um, yeah, for this event, I will for sure stream it tomorrow. I'm not going to wait up for it. I just can't, uh, <laughs> but I will do a stream. If I do figure it out, like the best way to beat it, like with what I have, I'll do a, uh, do a video, like a guide, I guess you could say to how to beat it. Um, but yeah, I'll stream it for sure. Yeah. Just be sure to hit the record button when you're streaming. <laughs> Cause I've, I forgot to do that a couple of times, mate. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, definitely. Um, I, I hope that you would, uh, I, I, I would hope that you would record your stream. Um, Cause then, like you said, you can go back into what you did exactly and figure out, Oh, hang on. I did that. That's why that worked. And then you can, you know, cut it down into nice little small snippets, you know, put one of your funky thumbnails on the video and put it up there as a guide for everybody. Although 
um, think when you think how long the event actually lasts, a video guide might not actually work this time around. But anybody that puts together a video guide, it, it, the, the event's probably going to be over by the time people have actually had the time to, uh, you know, cut, paste, edit, and render their videos. Well, that how just long means is it running for? <laughs> it's three days, and three days. that just yeah, that just means that people have to tune into Ian. They need to listen to this show as soon as possible and yeah, tune oh, yes, into Ian right away. Oh yeah, absolutely. There you go. I think how YouTube and streaming works is like you can you can finish a live stream and then you wait like an hour or so and then it, it turns all of that time of the stream into a yeah, video it does, and like yeah. replay. All, all my all my streaming gets uploaded. You're about right. It takes about an hour. So after I've done a GAC stream, um, yeah. the you know the 30, 40, 50, 60 minute stream is available as a video straight away. So uh, um, yeah, I don't I don't know if there's a, a limit on it because I can imagine when you're streaming this. You're, you're, you're going to need to keep, you know, your hot pockets and your drink and your gum because you're going to be <laughs> in that chair for like hours. Come up because just nobody's, nobody's done it. You know, <laughs> nobody knows what the tactics are. Um, I mean, I did hear Mobile Gamer talking about the data mine. Um, and in the data mine, he mentioned that during one of the tiers, um, there's uh, some IG, uh, there's some Magna Guards in there and some Droidicas in there. And you have to kill the Magma Guards in order to get to the Droidicas and then in order to get to General Solar, Je sorry, Gen General Skywalker, you have to kill the Droidicas. But, you know, so it's going to be like the Malak event, you know, strategy and tactics. Yeah. And, you know, for anybody like yourself doing it that first time, you know, are you expecting a really, really long live stream? Be honest. <laughs> Well, I streamed the Padme event when it was first out, and I didn't, I didn't have anything. I didn't have the new droids. I didn't have B1 or Droidica. I was rocking a Gear 9 and Gear 10 Magna oh. in B1, or B2, rather. I got it, but, man, it took me, like, I did, like, a few streams on it, too. I did probably, like, one stream was, like, four hours long. Mm. <laughs> and, and there's a couple others I did. But, yeah, I am strapped in. I will be ready to go for a long stream. That's why I'm going to push my, my time a little bit back. So I get food in me. I like get my, myself ready for the day. And then boom, it's live stream time. Baby. Oh, please, please, please open your discord so we can all pop in there and, uh, you know, um, oh, for sure. uh, have, 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 have a bit of there. banter with you, mate, while you're on live. <laughs> yeah, we will. Excellent. Excellent. So, um, you know, one of the things we we also want to get to know you a little bit better. You know what uh, what are your favorite factions of the Star Wars universe, and what are your favorite factions in this game itself? Do they coincide or no? I yeah, they don't. <laughs> they don't. Just plain and simple, they don't. Um, my my favorite part in Star Wars is um, Jedi, and unfortunately, Jedi Revenant messed that up for me. I don't love them as much. I personally think that they should have had the Jedi Revan be somebody completely else. But hey, maybe this next Jedi Luke after General Anakin Skywalker will be that redemption for me. But as of right now, I don't think Jedi are my favorite. Um, my favorite by far is the Galactic Republic. Um, these guys, I, I love. I love the prequels. You guys should know that I love the prequels. So. I love I love my uh, my Padme team, the clones, stuff like that. That's what but you grew up with. Thing about me, you know, that's what yeah, you grew yeah. up with. So it makes sense. Yeah. You know, I did grow up with the prequels, but I grew up before the prequels came out 
watching the original trilogy. So Empire to me is still the the number one film. Oh well, no, it, it, it's, it's to everybody it's number one, you know, because it is. It just is. I, I don't care what anybody says. Empire's number one. <laughs> no, episode one, dude. Phantom Menace. There you go. No, not and episode that's all one. the time we have for today. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, in game, I love the GR. Besides that, um, just like stuff I love from like the movies and like the whole universe, um, scoundrels are pretty cool, and the bounty hunters are also equally as cool. But when you're chatting about just like how my favorites are in game, First Order is one of those I love. Um, and what else? The Ewoks. Just some some fun, you know, funky different factions that you need kind of like all these different parts to them for them to work. Um, not every faction is kind of like that, um, but yeah, I, I love I love the First Order. The Ewoks are fun, and now I'm I'm loving the clones. With hopefully, I'll love this next meta with Anakin. So, yeah. Excellent. I'm trying to think which other ones I like. <laughs> yeah, yeah you it. like them all from, from from what I could tell from your videos. You like them all because you like to mix and match and see, you know, okay, maybe they didn't oh, think yeah. of this. You know, yes, they're <laughs> they're moving a lot towards synergies and teams, but I, I don't think theory crafting is dead and, you know, Tuscans versus the meta all the way with Urs and... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you've got you've got some amazing teams up your sleeve. What what is your favorite, you know, you know, what is your personal favorite off the wall team? Like right now or once I've done in the past cuz there's a few of them. Your what your go-to team. So you you you're in GAC, you've had a battle, it's not gone very oh, well. Oh, who's, I got you guys. I got you guys. Who's, who's, your, who's your go-to? It's like right crap. I didn't mean to lose that. I shouldn't have lost that. Uh now I need to go to, you know, I need to go to my reserve bet, you know, my reserve team without screwing up how I'm going to, you know, do things. You're you're not your planned teams, you know, not like you Jedi gotcha. Revens because you're you you you're playing the game and in your head you're like right that's going to go against that that's going to go against that that's going to go against that but you have one team one team to come in you know one team to rule them all to you know come in and, and save the day when you get that really really bad rng go all right it's going to be the troopers the troopers are an easy cleanup team and same with the ewoks those are both equally pretty much the same when it comes to me and cleaning up teams. Um, I also love a uh, wonky team with uh, Jin Erso lead uh, some TMR. So we're talking like, uh, oh, who was the guy's name? Cad Bane for his stun, Greedo, some bounty hunters that can have that. And then you, you slap in Savage. This is really mainly for like a Malik kind of cleanup because you got to throw in some of those guys to beat up Malik. But those three are probably the only ones I've ever really touched when it comes to a cleanup squad personally with what I have because I would like to think my, my main squads are modded optimally so I can not have to worry about that. But there are times I have to. Yeah, the, the RNG gods don't care about your mods, Ian. They, they, they don't care about your mods. Every now and then, they'll just look on you and go, oh, oh, you think, you think, you hey, think you're hey, going to win that, relics, are you, Ian? Say otherwise. Relic, say otherwise. 
<laughs> my my relic seven Anakin will say otherwise to a Malak <laughs> So um, we we are approaching the uh, we are approaching the time that we actually do have to uh, wrap this up. Um, Ian, how do people find you on YouTube? Um, do you have a Discord? Me, you know, how do people reach out to? It's just Ian. Very simple. So just type in on YouTube, it's just Ian. Uh, I should be the first one there. Um, I don't have I don't have my, my Discord memorized, but I do have one. We got around six, 700 people just chilling there. Um, I always help them with whatever I need to, whatever they have questions about. Um, and it's really fun. It's kind of, I would like to think it's a little bit of a mini Operation Metaverse, if you guys know who they are. We like to theorycraft, and we like to help out, and it's a lot of fun. And that I it is confirmed. I see uh, General, uh, um, or not General. I see Qui Gon Jinn sitting there. It's just Ian. Oh yeah. I just I just <laughs> googled you or YouTube uh, searched you, and it does come up. And and once again, I love. I absolutely love the, um, love your your Photoshop work of of what you do with <laughs> with your splash screens and all that. <laughs> It's fun. I love doing it. So, um, Ian, any parting words? <sighs> um, don't want to get too depressed on you guys. I just want to have an optimistic look for this game. You guys got to have fun playing it. Don't think it's like a second job. Have fun doing it. If you guys don't want to go for these meta tunes, always have fun theory crafting these new uh, you know, counters to whatever the next meta is. Personally, I'm going to do that while getting the next meta. Um, I'll do both. <laughs> but uh, guys, just have fun out there playing the game. That's what this is all about. This is what the community is all about. And there you guys have it. Yeah, I, that, I, I can't say it any better than that. What do you, what do you think, Nev? Oh, I could not agree with that, that sentiment any more than I possibly do now. <laughs> so <laughs> you heard it here, and it's from three people that love this game and want to see this game go on. Yes, we may get upset every once in a while. We may throw a few barbs, but you know what? We, we love having positive people like it's just Ian on, and I'm really glad that you could join us this week. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to you more in the future, Ian. I, I absolutely guarantee that. I, I'll, we'll we'll possibly see about uh borrowing your skywalker for a spin i am down for that man <laughs> let's do it all right well stay tuned after this break we're going to talk to nev about his horde account and if you guys have questions the bridge is right on the other side you're listening to the escape pod cast the escape pod cast with paul anthony and neil andrew Ware. Micaiah's Modding Mayhem is the premier remodding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Micaiah's will rebuild your roster from top to bottom and give you consultation on where to go from there. Micaiah's has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and lots of useful additional services, including a full cleanup of your mods, loadout pages, PvP plans and more. Contact Micaiah's today on Discord at all lowercase Case Micaeus number zero one two seven. That's M I K A Y A S number zero one two seven, or at MicaeusMods at gmail.com. Micaeus Modding Mayhem, the official remodding service of the Escape Pod cast. 
Did you know that if you signed up to become a Patreon, you could get tons of rewards? Force Go Scotty could do a roster review for you. Neil Andrew Air could share Grand Arena tactics. Or Paul could even help you get maximum stars in Geonosis Territory Battle. Ah, and you even get access into the after show. Sound good? Sign up to be a Patreon today. For as little as $2 a month, you could unlock a ton of potential content and also get closer to the hosts. Head to patreon.com backslash the escape pod to sign up. The escape pod past the bridge. And welcome to the bridge on this edition of the escape podcast. Neil, um, I mean, I loved that interview. That was fun. Yes, it was. I thought it was a very, very enjoyable interview. Um, I do. You, he's he's so calm and cool. It's like, oh yeah, you know this, that, and the other. And when you watch his videos, he he doesn't get like overexcited. He tries. It's it's like you know so focused on giving you know precise and accurate instructions as to exactly what it is you need to do regarding whatever team he's trying to uh, you know impress upon you that you need for you know offense or for defense it's it's brilliant i do love it i I absolutely love that too now before we get into you know before we get into your horde account you know we do need to talk about this whole arc trooper well go ahead go right ahead i'm Uh, i'm i I am no authority on this arc trooper because i'm not you're you're Um, is is it arc trooper i'm sorry i'm 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 now, for some reason, um, possibly getting confused if it was Arc Trooper or not. <laughs> it's it's been a long day, um, but you know, the fact remains is a lot of people are speculating how this character is going to come about. So let me let me see here. Let me see here. Yeah, Just while you're checking that out, I will give everybody an update on how Ranger's stream is going. Well, uh, Ranger seems to have been gearing up and spending copious quantities of resources on gearing his droids. Uh, I've he, He's been getting a lot of help from the person you've just been hearing an interview with. It's just Ian. It's just Ian is in the Discord chat for the RSG, and he is giving advice to Ranger left, right, and center on exactly how to mod his characters. And, and he is back in there at the moment. So uh, uh, he's, he's clearly the mods that he added to his characters didn't work straight away so he's he's looking i think he's looking for the uh, the gear 12 plus pieces because he doesn't seem to have a lot of gear 13s and obviously without the gear 13s he can't really do the relics but uh he's got lots of help in there um and i would like to give ranger a little bit of help myself by um reciting a little something i created back during my um pillar series uh, day 74 this is the rng prayer so i want everybody to recite the rng prayer for ranger with me text is in there our father who art in a galaxy far far away hallowed be thy name thy shared bounty come thy will be done on coruscant as it is in the unknown regions give us this day our daily rng and forgive us our arena transgressions as we forgive those who transgress against us and lead us not into temptation and help us stay on target and not give in to the dark side for thine is the force the light and the dark forever and ever amen 
There you go, Ranger. Little, little, little RNG prayer for you, mate. Come on, my friend. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Indeed. So, all right. So I'm having some weird connection problems. I hope that I can uh, uh, make it all the way to the end of this. Um, so why don't you, uh, while I work on some connection problems to make sure that things are working right, go ahead and uh, take over and talk about the Horde account real quick, and I'll uh, come back with the Arc, Arc, Arc Trooper. Uh, come back with the Arc Trooper. <laughs> Maverick says, just jiggle cables. Yeah, no, I, I've, I've tried, I tried doing the, the jiggle cables um, a couple of live streams ago when I was trying to do Paul's account on GAC, and it went horribly wrong. Um and uh, you know, I was I, I was like literally, I was jiggling my network cable, and it didn't work. It turns out it was my OBS the whole time. But uh, yes, okay. So I will give everybody for those who don't know. Uh, obviously, I used to do the pillar system as a daily series of videos, and I did that for 365 days. And I still play Pom Pom Tastic on the GACs live, but I figured it it had gone gone for a year, so I've moved on to a horde. And if you listened in last week, I explained what the Horde was and where we're going. And let me tell you something. It is, oh my God, is it going so well. I am uh, literally, I'm going to be drowning in crystals a few weeks from now. I kid you not, it is so <laughs> much fun finishing so high in the arena with, you know, very, very little to actually speak of. Because the Horde is kind of there for your boost at the start of the game. It's an equivalent to buying a bunch of crystals in the store, but without actually buying them because you've just played it for so long. But currently at level 61, uh, I am getting number one in Fleet Arena because thankfully Fleet Arena got activated. Uh, I went into a new shard at 191 and I spent two hours climbing from 191 to number one. And then the following day, I was still there. Um, I'd been knocked back from number one to number three, but because it was a hundred crystals for a refresh, I figured I'll just collect 350 and not bother. But exactly the same thing occurred today when I logged in today. So 24 hours have passed and my position hasn't changed because I got lucky. There is, um, <laughs> there is no, um, uh, there is no whale in my fleet shard and my fleet shard is now closed we've had a thousand people in it so i am fortunate and lucky enough currently obviously you know somebody might turn into a whale later on but currently i am number one or number two or number three or number four in my fleet arena shard thankfully i've uh, there's only four people in our shard chat <laughs> literally there's four people in our shard chat and we basically swap number one and somebody ends up in second or third or fourth so uh that's going really really well and on top of that the squad arena it's getting a lot harder because there are the uh the a lot of the accounts that began as whales have obviously they've used up all of their hoarded resources whether that be sim tickets uh, cantina energy or regular energy um, along with obviously a bunch of crystals and they've now become whales there are some people that are definitely whaling on the hordes that they've started so uh, I'm, I'm assuming that these are gamers that didn't really like the way their old or their original counts were going and they figured they would cut their losses start again 
from a position of strength by hoarding their account and um, kind of moved on. So that's the way that the Horde account is going at the moment. I'm finishing top 10 in Squad Arena, number one in Fleet, and I am desperately farming my Geos like mad so that I can have three Geos in my fleet. Because at the moment, it's Geo Soldier, Geo Spy, and um, Finn. So uh, yeah, I'd really, really like to get Finn out of there and get him replaced with Sunfac. But Sunfac is not as easy to farm. And his ship is not as easy to farm. It's a 50 unlock for Sunfac and a 50, a 50 unlock for his ship. So it's going to take a little bit of time, but uh, yeah. I'm sure I'll get there in the not, end. Not exactly the easiest. <laughs> no, no, Paul, not not the easiest. So I mean, don't get me wrong. He comes up. It's just it's the time. It's time consuming because, you know, the other two Geo ships unlock at 10, you know, and it, it's better to have a one star Geo than it is, you know, having to, you know, wait around for a three-star. So, you know, uh, I, I found out what the issue is. Apparently, Adobe Audition wanted to update at the same time as the fact that I was using it to record the show. Ah, okay. So, <laughs> you gotta love that. Now, um, Nev, one of the things, you know, we I'm gonna really just quick, uh, quickly talk about this Arc Trooper kit. Um, it's a basic with one special in two different uniques. It summons a turret, um, it deals damage to an enemy, and it will, uh, um, it, it'll have the blaster turret assist whenever it uses an ability during its turn. So, <laughs> it, it's, it, it uses a lot of, a lot of assisting, which, can be a problem against a Treya team, mm -hmm. um, but it also does. It, it's also a sixth character, so that could be another another problem. Um, but I, I do want to congratulate you on the horror account. Um, <laughs> oh, you did that on purpose. <laughs> I, I did do that one on purpose because somebody told me that I need to enunciate the D, so I waited for a second, just like I talk about the podcast. So it's the, the Horde account. <laughs> um, now, uh, that being said, what? where do you think, do you think this ARC trooper is going to be a marquee? Do you think that it is going to be an instantly farmable character like um, like the Game Boy Advance was? Or well, do, I, you, do you think that this is uh, what I think it is? I think that it's a territory battle reward. Because the way that they said it when they introduced it, they said, once you unlock Arc Trooper, Uh, I to be honest with you, I think it's going to be the the is it, it's the um, the Monday. It's going to be Jedi Master um, Monday as the um, as the reward. I do think that we're still going to get a couple of clone troopers, right? I do still think that we're going to get a couple of clone troopers, and the reason for that is three of the current clone troopers have now got the five hundred first tag. Obviously, Ahsoka's got the five hundred first tag. And now you've got General Skywalker. So you've got Jensky, three 501st clones, and you've got Ahsoka. Now that leaves and? two, and that leaves two clones. You so still I have Arc Trooper. You, you, Arc Trooper is 501st. So there's a fourth. 
And then as they said on um, in the Q&A, you can send Ahsoka back to your Padme team. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm not thinking of I'm not thinking of sending Ahsoka back to the Padme team. I'm thinking in terms of uh, a Shaq T. I'm thinking in terms of her being the lead for four clone troopers. So the, the you've got the, what I'm saying is you've got with Jensky, you've got five characters with the five oh first tag. Okay? So if they bring in a couple more clones so that Shaq T's got a full squad of clones, then that'll be good for um uh, territory wars that'll be good for tb it'll be good for gac and then regarding padme um and obviously general uh, you know a uh, general kenobi uh, you know padme will have general kenobi she'll have um regular anakin and then just throw a couple of jedi in there you know any any galactic republic jedi mace window still got his rework to go and maybe they'll you know there's going to be other reworks further down the line there are going to be other jedis and maybe it is the kiana mundi that is the missing piece that's going to be the replacement for um ahsoka in the 501st because you know with that 501st tag for ahsoka it makes more sense to put her with jensky and then you need a replacement for her. And I just think, yes, I know that there's a, a synergy with, uh, you know, with, uh, you know, uh, uh, bitch Anakin and boss Anakin. I'm going to refer to them as bitch and boss Anakin. So you've got bitch, you've got bitch Anakin. You've got bitch crybaby Anakin, right? Um, does have that synergy with Ahsoka. But, you know, with her out of the picture and with the 501st, you need a replacement in that Padme team. And I think the Kiana Mundi is the perfect character to replace Ahsoka and then, you know, throw another Jedi, you know, throw another Jedi in there. I think Mace Window getting thrown in there, rework him. I think that, you know, it would make such an OP team. That's what I'm calling anyway. <laughs> so this is... <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm taking a leaf out of Urza's book because, the, you know... Regular Anakin, you know, Jedi Anakin Skywalker, he, he is a bit of a bitch. And and General Skywalker, Jensky, you know, he, he, he's a boss. You know, he looks boss as hell. So, you know, there's a, there's a lot of argument and, and bickering going around at the moment as to, you know, what do we call General Skywalker? Is it Gen Sky or Jensky or General Skywalker yes. or Gas? And how about just Boss Skywalker and how about Boss Anakin and Bitch Anakin? That'll work. I don't think they would say that on the on the sh on the uh, on the forums, but uh, I mean it's great. They refuse to call the milf. They refuse to call that the uh, or yeah the Millennium Falcon the milf. Uh, what did they call it? The hammer, Hans Millennium Falcon, uh, HM HMR yes. or something like that. Anyway, um, here's one thing that I would love to see happen with this game but it would cause a little bit of an uproar but it comes from the fantasy flight games that i love to call um that, that i love to call back to that i love to play and yeah i think that you should have a unique tag on each character so if you have sidious you can't have palpatine if you have um young han solo you can't have old han solo you, you know it yes and it would stop a a it, you couldn't have uh boss anakin and vader unique tags 
so you could only bring one instance of a character into a team, I think would also synergize a lot of this whole um, um, team building and things like that. It, it's... It, it also encourages, you know, am I going to bring this version of Han or am I going to bring this version of Han? You know, it, it instead of instead of Maverick's five man Han squad, you know, you would you would have a one Han that you would choose out of the five if you wanted to bring a Han in there. Yeah, it's kitschy. It's funny to to pick Vandor Chewbacca and and put him with uh, put him with veteran Chewbacca. It, it's funny, but honestly, so what would your unique tags stop that from occurring? It would stop that from occurring. It stops it from occurring in deck building and destiny. It stops it occurring from having um, multiple versions of Vader. You can't have Vader as a crew and still pilot Vader's tie advanced in X-wing. If you want the power of Vader as your one of your crew members, you can't fly his very powerful ship in X-wing. If you want to bring in, um, if you want to bring in a bunch of, of of different characters in Legion to field your battle, you have you cannot use multiple versions. You can't use the commando version of Darth Vader, and you can't use the leader the commander version of Darth Vader because it would just be overpowerful. It simulates actual battles that you can do. Otherwise, right now, honestly, we're doing uh, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes cloning vats. Well, yeah, but the, the thing is, with, with, with something like that, that it, it, it creates restrictions. Okay? It does. Um, oh, well, no. It, it, it would, it would, well, you, you just said that if, that, you know, certain unique tags would not be able to be paired with each other, that it would stop various different team makeups. And we all know from experience that that does not work. I mean, look, look, think back to the territory war where they restricted what characters could and could not be used. And they asked the community to vote on characters. I'm sorry. That would be. I, I just think that if you if you were to apply unique tag, and I understand where you're coming from. You're I'm just saying you're, you're, th this is what you're I'm saying. Say let's, let's keep let's keep the hands separate so that you can't put them in a team, or let's you cannot. Separate. Here's the thing: you cannot violate the time space continuum. There is no time travel. Well, there is time travel in Star Wars, thanks to Rebels, but there is no time travel to where you can have the same person in the same place. Yes, but we've got canon and non-canon. Uh, you know, so, so we've the 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 time space. You know, the time space continuum's already been breached because we have canon and non-canon characters. We, we, you and I talked about this in Star Trek, uh, <laughs> like in depth on Wednesday when we were. Well, yeah, exactly. For the you've show. got the, you've but, got you've got canon Star Trek and you've got prime Star Trek, and you know some people like one and some people like the other. You know, some people do not like the new canon. Some people prefer the old canon. Some people prefer the legends. You know, so we've already got a lot of um, you know canon and non-canon characters in the game, and you know I've got my fingers crossed. I've got everything crossed that you know within the next couple of years they introduce some more characters that are you know outside of the uh, you know outside of the the Disney canon. You know the Disney fan fiction. 
because let's be honest, you know, the, the Disney fan fiction isn't as good as some of the um, the legends um, and extended universe fan fiction. Um, but it, I, I think it would restrict what people could do if you try and make everything canon within the game. And, and I understand where you're coming from. You know, let's not have uh, original trilogy mixing with prequel trilogy. And I'm fine let's with not that. have prequel trilogy mixing with, you know, sequel trilogy. I, I, so I can get where you're coming no, from. No, no, I just no, no. think that... I, I'm it would fine be a lost with, cause. I'm fine with that in this holographic, uh, as as they're saying, as as says, you know, all the characters are holograms in a holographic game. I'm fine with that, but I would say that it would be a true makeup that you could not have Sidious and Palpatine because they are the same person. Oh, by the way, spoiler alert. Also, if that's a spoiler alert for you, let me show you the door. This is a Star Wars podcast. Did I lose you, Neil? <laughs> yeah, you lost me. Sorry, what the hell was that? I don't know. I lost you. I completely lost your audio then. Uh, what was the last thing that you heard? <laughs> I heard you talking about um, Zaz's. What Zaz's made his point to. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I, I told him that, you know, sure, it's holograms in a holographic game, but if they're the same person, you should not be able to play the same person uh, in the same team. You can't use yeah. Sidious and Palpatine. That that was my point. Then I made a really funny savage joke, and I'll just edit that out later. <laughs> <laughs> you can keep it in if you want, and and you know, it, it shorten the gap between you know me actually you know cottoning onto the fact that you were speaking, but I wasn't hearing what you were saying. No, okay. I, I I I understand where you're coming from. I just don't see. I'm I'm with Zaz. It's a hol, you know holograms in a holographic game. I I just I wouldn't see the point in making specific restrictions like like you said. You know, no Vader with Anakin, uh, no Sidious with Palpatine. Yeah, that's the only know, restriction. No two hands, no two Chewies, no two layers. Um, and I would under uh, you know I would get that, but it, in a lot of cases, a lot of these multiplied characters aren't that good. And, and the characters that aren't that good, you should be able to put them wherever the hell you like um, if it might make them better, especially if you need to put a bunch of characters together for a GAC battle or a TW battle. You know, people like to pile all those 70k teams on their backs, you know, on their back lines in territory wars. You know, what if you need to create, you know, what if you need to put three layers together? <laughs> in order to make a 70k team on the back wall of tw but you can't because there's some unique tag stopping you from putting all those characters together and then you can't put together that 70k team for your you know or your 72k team for the back wall of your tw and, and what about gac you know I have no sometimes regrets. people people like to be able to take their trash or they like to be able to take characters for squads that they're still working on you know you might have three uh you know you might have three rogue squadrons you might not have a full you know full five-man rogue squadron team and you might think well i've i've got a you know i've got a, a rolo and you know i've got um a, original ot layer you know maybe i'll just throw all five of them together and put them on the back you know that's the kind of thing i'm you know it, it would create potential conflicts and i get why you want to do it you know it's 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 making the game more pure um 
And it's but not it's, just pure. It's just a lot of people are, are talking about, you know, how they have all these all these different things that can that can cause problems. I, I just think it's a better team building strategy that came from games that I've played inside the Star Wars uh, uh, gaming universe that I actually love. I, I'm I really hope that that we could possibly get some people on from Fantasy Flight to talk about this because. You know, if for some reason this game ever were to go, I'd love to change this podcast into Fantasy Flight or or something. I want to keep it Star Wars, you know? Fallen Order. Uh, fall, well, I mean, how, how much information can you put out about a single-player single, pl- single player game? But that is a good point, yeah. actually, yeah. <laughs> 30, 30 hours after purchasing that game, it's going to be done until they uh, come up with a... Uh... Uh, the the online version that people can you know go in and battle against each other with, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? But it's well. I mean, we, you know, we can keep our fingers crossed that this new mobile, uh, this new mobile Lego Star Wars game is good. I mean, I'm hoping that that's good. Um, I mean, I did see um, Mobile Gamer got his hands on it. Apparently, it was available from Indonesia or something like that. You you'd need an Indonesian um ios account in order to get it up and running but you you could if you really wanted to do that um it it looked interesting but you know i'll be curious to see what it's like once it's gone through the whole beta phase and um you know it gets released to the uh, to the general public globally but that could be a lot of fun so if if uh, swgoh you know goes down the pan two three years from now you know star wars lego on mobile will be you know two three years into its run and you know we'll be whinging and moaning and complaining about how the power creep and the power leap has ruined that game for us you know well we all know that once they bring in commander benny the spaceman that it's all over for that game (laughs) spaceman (laughs) spaceship 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 For those that, as long as 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 long as they get him to do the voice for it, yeah, sure. <laughs> for those that uh, actually um, are in the listener lounge and, and on Discord, I do have a Benny the Spaceman, a, a, a Gear uh, Gear Thirteen Relic Seven Benny the Spaceman with three Zetas. That is my my personal uh, little picture that I use. So, all right, um, you know. Neil, this has been a great show. I, I, I really, really had a lot of fun with this show. Is there anything that we have not covered? I don't believe so. Um, I was watching the Rangers stream for his uh, General yeah, Skywalker. Yeah, hold on. And did it, did it, did it. Ranger update. What, what, what's our, what's our uh, Ranger update for the end of the show? The stream ended. I don't think he got it. Oh. I mean, I was watching, you know, I was waiting, and I, I just don't think, you know, I'm, I'm, I just don't think he did it. I'm not sure. Um, I mean, the stream is nine hours and 28 minutes long. Nine hours and 28 minutes long, and I've just scrolled all the way to the end, and I'm not seeing anything. Oh, man. So, uh, um, it, it might be that he... Uh, it might be that he just hasn't got him yet. You know, maybe he needs a few well, more bits and to, pieces. But let's what, let's what, what, tune what, in tomorrow to yes. to the uh, to the Jedi. What was Jedi Academy that they do in the morning? The the uh, Je- I th- it's not the Jedi Council. I think it's the Jedi Council. Je- no, the I think RSG. it's Jedi Academy. I think it's Academy. Je- 
but there'll be lots of uh, you know there'll be lots of people on that show so hopefully you know ranger's gonna go away get some sleep get all refreshed come back kick it, the events it's ass. my it's my second favorite show to watch on saturday mornings aside from college game day because i love my football <laughs> <laughs> my, my my american football for you there nev yes you're american football all right well, um, with that being said, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure to uh, to to uh, do this show for you guys. If you are Patreon, we'll see you guys in the after show coming up in just a little bit. But thank you to every single one of our listeners, whether it be on podcast, whether it be on YouTube. Um, become a Patreon if you can. It, it would mean a lot to us. Um, and it does go to support both Nev, I, and some of it even goes to Scotty. So um, we would love to be able to to expand helping out um, Scotty, especially um, in the current situation that Scotty is in. Guys, it's not good. If you can become a Patreon, it will immediately go. Uh, anything that I make for the rest of the month will go over to Scotty starting uh, starting this show. So if you can help him out, please help him out. And guys, we will see you all next week. Uh, It's time. It's time. So, uh, um, Nev, push the button. You got it, mate. Ta-ta for now, folks. What's going on? Where the hell are we? Paris? Thank you for pressing the self-destruct button. Attention! This is Colonel Sanders in forward command. Abandon ship! Abandon ship! All personnel proceed to escape pods! Close down the circuits! Evacuate the scene! Self-destruct mechanism has been activated! Abandon ship! Where is it? Where is it? It's gonna be here! Out of order! Even in the future, nothing works! This ship will self-destruct in exactly 10 seconds. <laughs> Counting down. Just kidding. Three, two, one. Have a nice day. Thank you. Hello, friends. This is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy, the Escape Pod cast was filmed in front of a live studio audience full of tweaked out murder bears sit boo boo sit good dog